Welcome back. You're watching Traders Corner and joining me as always is Garth McKenzie, founder and editor of Traders Corner. Garth, welcome. Hi, Julieta. Garth, as we detailed last week, uh, the first um, show of the program, uh, we have split the portfolio once again to local and offshore uh, portfolios. Um, and this week, uh, you're going to be taking a punt on the local portfolio on the market, which has been actually in a bull market since Cyril Ramaphosa was elected ANC president in December. Yes, that's right. So we're looking at the top 40 future here. And I said on last week's show, we won't do this every week and we won't do it every week but the reason why I'm looking at it now is because we have done a trade on the on the top 40 future for this week's show so I just want to revisit what I said last week mm. uh, when we were here I said at that stage that the market looked as if it was beginning to break out above this uh, flat resistance area at 53,800 and it's continued to break higher and it's moved on and if we go further on and look beyond that um, you can see there's actually a little triangular pattern that's formed over the last four days or so on our market and I monitored that and yesterday afternoon being Monday afternoon I thought that actually looked like an opportunity to buy for a, another leg to the upside and it looks possibly as if it could actually go back to those prior highs that we saw in November last year. So if I just zoom in a little bit more now, this is a 15-minute graph of the top 40 future. So in other words, what that means is that every candlestick pattern that you see here on the chart represents 15 minutes worth of trade. Okay. So you know, we're only talking about five days worth of trade here, but you can see lots of candlestick plottings because of the fact that it's yep. a 15-minute graph. Now, the move above 54,600 yesterday afternoon was a bullish break. Um, you can see there's that triangular pattern that I identified on the daily graph before. You can just see it in more detail here. Um, so the break above 54,600 broke that downward trend, which is the upper boundary of the triangle structure. And it also broke through all this lateral uh, resistance up here at 54,600 as well. Typically when you see a setup like this where you've got a pattern of rising lows and a series of flat tops, usually it will break to the upside. Um, the, the rising lows indicate that the buyers are active at the lower levels. Mm -hmm. the, every time the price pulls back, the buyers are stepping in at a higher price. In other words, it's telling you the buyers have the upper hand in the battle. And when that pattern resolves itself, it's invariably likely to resolve itself to the upside. And that's what's happened over here. So late yesterday afternoon, I took a view that I wanted to be long of the top 40 future for the show. Um, because of the capital constraints that we have, we've, we've only got 150,000 Rand in our portfolio that we're trading with locally here. Um, I decided to do it on the all me future as opposed to the all Z future. So just to explain the difference there, the all Z future is the big one that's the 10 Rand per point. Mm -hmm. But if you even do one contract of that, you're talking about you know, 550,000 rands worth of market exposure at current levels. Whereas if you do an all me, that's like a mini future. Mm. Um, those are one rand per point in terms of their, uh, th what, what they represent. So I went long of the all me future. I did three contracts and I went long on that breakout there that I'm pointed out uh, with a price of 54,680. My stop loss is below 54,450, which would imply that it would need to go below those lows that we saw yesterday midday. Um, and as luck would have it, when the market opened up this morning, it has actually opened up quite strong. Yeah, I mean, that's and quite a big gap, isn't it? It is a fairly big gap. You can see from yesterday's closing level of about 54,700, it gapped up close to 55,000 this morning at the open. So that's about a 300-point gap up on the open, which is quite bullish. So we are in the money at the moment on this. As I said, I'm looking for a move to 55,500, but I will monitor it quite carefully. Obviously, this uh, round figure at 55,000 is proving to be a little bit sticky today day. So I'll monitor it and see. But at the moment, we're looking like we're on the right side of that. Before we go through the mechanics, is this um, what 
could prove to, um, is this a fairly sort of short-term trade that you're looking at, Garth? So uh, yes, it is. Uh, this is very much a short-term trade. We'll probably have our result one way or the other by the time we sit here next week. We should have either banked a profit or hopefully not stopped it out because given that it's got off to a good start, there's no reason to let a winner turn into a loser. Yeah. So, you know, at, at, at worst, I would think we come out with some profit here. At best, we get out at that 55,500 level and then take a nice, yeah. comfortable profit. Okay, so let's um, talk through the mechanics uh, before we continue. Yeah, so as I said, we bought the March All Me future at 54,680. I'm using a stop loss here, 54,450. Now, keep in mind that every point on this All Me future represents one rand. So a risk here of 230 points, essentially, that's the difference between our entry point and where the stop loss would throw us out. Um, it implies that we're risking 230 rand per contract on, on, on this product here. Um, the risk that I'm willing to assume is small. 750 rand is what I'm willing to lose. So it's a tiny risk. Mm. It's only half a percent of our account, which is, which is small. But you know what? It is early days. Um, so I'm happy to just put some early runs on the board okay. and get a little bit ahead. And then, then we can maybe up the ante a little bit. But essentially, if we take our 150,000 rand trading capital, you, half a percent of that is 750 rand. And that's what I'm willing to lose on this trade if I'm wrong. So we take the capital risk of 750 rand and divide that by the risk per contract which is 230 rand in this in this case and it gives us 3.26 so you can't trade these things in fractions so I round it down to three contracts and that's what I've, what I've bought for the portfolio for this week as I said my target is 55,500 and that gives us a risk to reward ratio of one to three and a half if I'm right which is pretty decent Garth, just um, talking about the size though um, is it, does it end up being quite expensive? So even though you want to get sort of quick wins, you know, singles in the cricket game on the scoreboard, um, does this actually end up being a bit of a cost uh, if you're quite an active trader? Not in the case of this contract, no, because it, the, the costs to trade the All Me futures are very cheap. So okay. it's, not, it, it's not a significant cost at all, which is quite nice. And also, from a, if, if there are any beginners watching the show looking to get involved in trading, that's actually a great product to start learning on, the All Me future, because you can't, you know, because of the fact that the contract size is small, um, it, it allows you to, to play with it without having excessive exposure. Yeah. So keep that in mind if you are a beginner watching the show. The All Me Future is actually an interesting product to learn to trade on. Okay. Before we get to the offshore portfolio, which is also where you've done a trade this week, just maybe another comment on um, the All Share, and I suppose uh, we'll uh, see um, how the portfolio value stacks up at the moment. But it does seem to be quite a broad rally, especially if you look at the SA Inc. stocks seem to be coming to the yeah. party and in a very strong way in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it certainly is a broad rally. We've, we're seeing even the resources are, are performing well, notwithstanding the fact that the RAND is very strong. So Anglo's, Billiton, Glencore, all looking quite good. Um, then you're right that the SA Inc. stocks have all been very, very strong. The banks have been strong. The mm -hmm. retailers have been strong. So it is actually a very broad-based rally that we're seeing in our market at the moment. There's not too many areas of the market that are underperforming. And the, the one that springs to my mind right now is the gold sector. Those shares are underperforming quite badly uh, based on the fact that the the RAND is so strong. Yeah. But other than that, the, r the rally in the overall market it actually is quite broad-based. Yeah, as opposed to last year where it was just about an us pass. Yeah. Um, and so the portfolio, as it stacks up locally, um, a slight 
gain. Yeah, there. small gain. So this is just a mark-to-market gain as things stand right now. Um, you can see we're up about 960 Rand on those three Ormi futures that we've bought yesterday. So that's good. We're up uh, a little bit on the portfolio. Obviously, it's early days. We start the year with 150,000 Rand in our domestic portfolio, and that's gone up to close to 151,000 Rand as things stand at the moment. Okay. All right. Then moving on to offshore, Garth, as we said last week, you have $15,000 to trade. And we also touched on the gyrations in the bond market that are happening globally um, and I know that's where you want to start. Yes, that's right. So I, I did talk about the bond market and I think this year is going to be you know, more closely watched than ever, the, the US and particularly the 10-year US Treasury yield. As we've started the year, um, there's lots of focus on it. I think the main fo- reason for that focus is technically have a look at this. This is now, just have a look at the, the years at the bottom here, just to put it into context. We're going back to 1978, yeah, right? I wasn't born then. I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> but <gasps> give it away why <laughs> why don't you <laughs> but 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 we're talking a very long term chart over here and this is a, a it's last show we do together Garth, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's a 35 year bull market in the US bond market in, in, in the 10 year treasury here and you can see that downtrend how neatly it joins all the all the, the high points on that yield now Everyone's talking about 2.63% on the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield. Uh, that's the critical level to watch. That's where the, the, the yield would start to break this 35-year downward trend. So we're watching that very, very closely. Um, big names in the bond industry have already come out this year and said they feel like this bull market in, the, uh, in, in bonds is over. That's Jeff Gundlach and um, Bill Gross. They're both saying... The, the bond bull market is over. And there are fundamental reasons why we should see higher rates in the U.S. this year. Um, inflation due to the strong growth over there. Um, and, 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 and an unwind of this great QE experiment yeah, of well the last I- exactly. decade. Exactly. The, well. the other thing, and it's most likely going to come later this year, is, is, is an a excess supply of bonds into the market. So all of those things kind of combine together to suggest that yields should go higher. Uh, and not to say they're necessarily going to go rocketing higher. I mean, Jeff Gundlach has gone on record and said he thinks the U.S. 10-year Treasury note is going to 6% by the year 2020. Now, I think that's quite a bold call. But you know, even if he's halfway right and it goes to 4%, um, that's still a very big move mm. in the bond market. So I think we've got to watch this very, very carefully. And for my mind, this is, it's an interesting theme to continually watch. Mm. Now, I bring this up because I've been looking at a way to trade this. If you are of the view that U.S. interest rates are going higher and that U.S. bonds are, uh, that the bond bull market is over and that you're going to see pressure on bonds, in other words, upward pressure on bond yields in the U.S., how can you play it? Yeah, because, I mean, bonds, you need millions of rands or dollars to, to even buy it. To buy a bond, for sure. example. Yes, but but there are ETFs available, and there's lots of ETFs in the states that are, are various different types. So I've explored a whole bunch of different ones, and I'm just going to show you one here, which I think is quite exciting and quite interesting. And I'm taking a position in this. It's a small position, but um, the thinking goes as follows. Now it's called the Direction Daily 20-Year Treasury Bear Three Times ETF. It's a very long name. What it is is an inverse bond ETF. Mm-hmm. S- all right. So what it says is that if yields on on, on, um, US long bonds rise, then that implies that bond prices will fall. Right. So what this ETF does, because it's an inverse ETF, the ETF will rise in value if bond prices fall. Right. Now, just purely looking at the technicals on this thing here, I, I see that what looks to me like a double bottom has formed over the last couple of months. And this downward trend that has been intact since March last year, that's begun to break to the upside now. Mm. 
Right. So it's, it's starting to get interesting. Um, this is a three times leveraged ETF. So what it means is it takes the daily movement in the basket of bonds that make up the ETF and it'll, it, it gives you effectively three times the daily movement. So it is quite exciting. I mean, if you look at the, the, the scale on the right hand side here, you can see this thing back in early 2017, it was $25. It got as low as seventeen dollars hmm. recently, and it's rallied to about nineteen dollars where it is at the moment. So it does move around quite nicely. And if you are wanting a way to play the U.S. bond market, and if you are of the view that U.S. interest rates are going to go higher, I think this is quite an interesting product to consider. There are others. It's not the only mm. one. There are a variety of others, but I've picked this one because I figure it's actually quite interesting. Mm. If I just look at the more shorter-term technicals on it, uh, I've shown you what I'm seeing from a longer-term technical perspective here. Shorter-term technicals. Here we look over the last two or three months or so, it looks to me like there's an inverted uh, head and shoulders pattern forming on this ETF. The break above $19 is, uh, is effectively bullish uh, for this ETF, and that projects higher prices. So based on that, um, I've decided to actually buy for our portfolio this week, and I'm buying the underlying, so it's a physical ETF. It's not a big position. It's about $2,500 worth that we're buying, but I've gone along at $19.23. The stop loss is miles away. It's at seventeen dollars, which yeah, would imply close. that it, it would have to go below the the bottom of the basically below the recent lows, which is a long way away. The reason I'm putting it so far away is just because it is a three times leveraged ETF, and it's a small position that I'm taking, and I would like to probably hold this for the duration of the year. Actually, uh, we will keep an eye on it, we'll monitor it, but I'm not going to you know look at it every single week. But I think it's something interesting to look at. Yeah, I mean this is a bigger picture story. So yeah. very quickly, the mechanics of that trade. Got All right, so I've gone long at $19.23 in underlying shares. Mm -hmm. Remember, um, stop loss here is $17. The risk per share therefore is $2.23, um, risking 2% of our offshore capital. So remember, we've got $15,000 at our disposal. So if I'm risking 2% of that, it means I'm willing to lose $300 here. Uh, $300 divided by 223, which is our risk per share, implies that I can do basically 135 shares. So that's what I've done. I've bought 135 underlying shares of this ETF for our portfolio. The nominal value of that almost $2,600. And um, I'm not looking at a, a particular target here. As I said, I think this is something I'd quite like to actually re retain and hold for the rest of the year. And if my view is right that bond yields yeah. are going higher, then this uh, thing actually could do quite well. Yeah. And I suppose it doesn't r reflect yet on the scoreboard as it war were. Um, Garth, just to end off very quickly, you've got upcoming course dates, so just run us through those. Yes, uh, 3rd of February, I'm doing a high probability trading course in Johannesburg, and my colleague Andrew Todd is doing a, a, high a top 40 trading course on the 17th of Feb. So anyone that would like to attend any of these courses, please email me, goth at traderscorner.co.za, and I'll send you all the details. Great. We have to leave it there. Garth, thanks as always for joining us. Garth McKenzie is founder and editor of Traders Corner.